0: Hello and welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Make My Media. This audio edition is brought to you by Spidey-Dude.com and our friends over at Patreon.com slash Network. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this audio edition, Uh, before we get started, we are playing catch-up. So this is coming out uh, uh, over the last few days. We've had several episodes already drop. This is now the fourth episode in uh, the last few days that's dropped. So we'll have a couple more episodes. We just did our most recent live stream and if you missed out on that, you've got to go over to youtubecom Network, radio network, excuse me, and find us there and be able to uh, join us and join the discussion. So, without further ado, let's get started with this new episode of Make Mine May. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Make Mine May. It's a brand new year, brand new recording, and a brand new May. That's right brand new episode our first recording of 2023 here on the network welcome back it's been a great we had a great new year uh, before we get started we gotta thank our patrons at patreon.com slash spidey network we got Bakeman, scott greg phoenician kale georgia jessica Catherine, cindy and Jurgen. thank you guys uh, as well as laura and keger uh thank you guys for your support over on patreon.com slash spidey network uh, this episode, of course, we're going to be covering a brand new May saga And um, before we get started, we always like to mention that there will be some references Probably just some live comments and or visual aids. If you're listening to the audio edition of this program You will uh, hear some references to that, pay that no mind Or always go over to youtube.com slash work. I'm Zach Joyner, and I am joined
1: with Kelly McDaniel Hello, hello
0: And uh, we are back it is a, a new edition of uh, Make My uh, Mayday, and uh, Ron Prince is already here, saying, "Let's get this party started." Over oh, on,
1: The weird. It's, it's definitely this story is definitely a party.
0: It is a. Um, it is. It's wild. Uh, it's, yes, I think we described it as wild.
1: I described it earlier as juicy. Yes.
0: You know, using
1: using that Gen Z terminology also aging myself by saying that i yeah.
0: mean <laughs> i didn't know that, that was a thing so uh, let me go get my tennis balls for my uh my walker every time gen z like starts like throwing like phrases at me and i don't know them i feel so old i just turned 35 so like i'm no longer in the uh demographic of uh, advertising now so i've aged out of it it's 18 to 34.
1: I feel like most of it comes from TikTok and that's almost outside of advertisers at this point. Which is pretty punk of them, honestly. Truth. Truth. Yeah.
0: I mean, for now, if if they allow TikTok in a year from now. We'll see. We'll this is see.
1: Fair. <laughs> this is fair. Fair. But um let's go ahead and get started. Um yes. obviously like on our stuff like housekeeping sorry for the dates changing guys it in fact, almost changed again today um but you know 2022 had to kind of kick our butts one last time um me with uh, some family family things and um zach was stranded
0: yeah i got southwested and...
1: <laughs> yeah so um and,
0: and the ironic thing is is that I got Southwested, and then today the FAA's computer system went down.
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, update with. your technology. That's really the. Where the is all it- our
0: tax dollars going? I just, I just need to know. That's the-
1: um, they're they're funding Congress pockets.
0: That yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. So. Anyway, um, but you know, we did need some time to get things right, so here we are. We made it, so hopefully we can give you guys a really good episode today. Um, Obviously, there's been no real Mayday news other than promos. I mean, I could talk about the end of that unlimited story, but I don't want to, and I've already made a dig somewhere in these notes. (laughs) So um, I think that that's really all that needs to be said.
0: Uh, there will be places where that that uh, her complete thoughts are published, and we will obviously be talking about at, that later. At, well,
1: at some point. At some point, I will publish my complete thoughts um, with references to the issues that I have. I just, again, I don't want to come at, at it meanly. I don't want anyone to feel that I am, uh, you know, basically. I don't want anybody to feel like I'm being unjust. And okay. so... I'm doing everything I can to be as partial and as fair as possible. When I, in my huge rant, that has turned into a, di- like, an essay.
0: A, dis- a dissertation slash thesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, no. Um, we We are almost, next month is the 25th anniversary.
1: So. Well, of the covered date technically it's on shelf in december um yes so the cover date for what if 105 uh will be february of this year and it'll be the 25th anniversary which means august i gotta double check because i i have it in the notes but um basically this summer will be 25 years of spider girl
0: and uh, we got some stuff cooking that's all i'll say
1: we have we'll stuff cooking, uh, you know, we'll but talk- at least like to this summer, we get a baby May in a movie, which we is kind a- of fun. Not, yes. you know, it's not our May, but baby May it's- is still fun.
0: Baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, we got little Benji here. So little baby May, I'm, I'm all for. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this is an interesting going to be an interesting episode because there's a little bit of history that we'll talk about um, before we get into the meat of the episode um the phrase brand new may is a bit of a tongue-in-cheek bit um I mean,
1: no no it's totally not it's totally its own thing i don't know what you're talking about not at all so
0: it is a bit of a play on words because at the time the branding on the amazing spider-man was brand new day and uh, brand new day had premiered in uh, cover date January two thousand and eight uh, was a highly divisive time for Marvel's publishing history for a lot of people. Obviously, one more day had just occurred where you had uh, Peter and Mary Jane's marriage being uh, annulled via devil and or devil-like figure, and suddenly uh, Spider Girl was the only place where you could find a married Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson, and it's the only place that it existed. So. Bit of a has a bit of a tongue in cheek with, with the powers that be, and chose to name this arc "Brand New May." Uh, this caused the message board at the time to recoil at the mere concept, as rumblings uh, were kind of um, there were some worries about with everything going on that there might be a cancellation. I mean,
1: this was and, also the d- the discussion. This is the start of the rumors for Disney too.
0: Yes, yes, the uh, the uh. whole Disney. Uh, acquisition is going to be happening a little bit later on
1: later on but this is when those first rumblings started um i think it i think it was because of iron man the movie if i'm not mistaken which was somewhere around this time i believe
0: may um, yeah, actually uh, this it was coming it came out during uh, the first issue because the mail yeah. on sale date was may 14th and it just came out so
1: so there you go a little uh connection there also i just wanted to mention as you brought that up and like we've talked about it prior when it actually came out but during that last big mephisto uh, mephisto like story in asm what last year the story yeah it's it's the it's before um the untimely uh assassination of ben Attempt. 20 uh so (laughs) but basically the um you know we had where the whole thing what scared mephisto into annulling the marriage to begin with we find out now in the one in the 616 is the threat of mayday parker so or at least the assumed threat of mayday parker yes um so that kind of a full circle moment there
0: now ron in the comments does clarify he says the editor at the time insisted that they use it and they left it up to us to decide what it would be so I, was that molly or was that uh,
1: uh molly was oh. leaving yeah, no, we're, no, molly we're was gonna leaving. talk about that as well that um so just molly left during the story
0: yeah, so uh, Ron can can kind of clarify with us if or if he, if he's talking about Steve Wacker, which that's th- that was the chief editor, of course. Yeah. Of the Spider books at the time. So, <clears throat> um, with that kind of out of the way, mm-hmm. a little bit, we'll get into the um, main crux of this of the uh, episode. Hello to Jessica, our, one of our patron subscribers. Hi, uh, and Vakeman also said there was also the newspaper strip, which is true. The newspaper yeah, there, strip.
1: Yeah, there was the newspaper strip.
0: Yeah. So uh amazing spider girl number 20 and if you are watching us live on youtube i am holding up the individual issue in my in my hands cover date is july 2008 the on sale date was may 14th of 2008 Cover price was 2.99 this title is a brand new may our issue opens with a splash page of peter uh, teaching mayday how to make uh the web fluid Mayday, Mayday laments the fact that they don't have organic webbing because Peter comments that May must follow his formula exactly. And Peter kind of dismisses the idea of organic webbing as discussing. This is kind of a minor reference to the fact that at that point in the 616 previously, um, Peter had organic web shooters, but they had been converted back to mechanical webs with the brand new day era. So um, Peter and May discuss Peter's schedule, uh, and May is excited to sleep in but and may also asks peter if uh, peter's shared the fact that benji has spider powers with uh, her mom but he hasn't done it yet um thanks to all the problems with recent events she he's kind of keeping it on the down low and he's trying to figure out the right time to bring it up to her uh later that morning may is trying to feed benji while we get a update on benji's health uh it's with the fact that he's healing at a remarkable rate per dr kaplan and that mj asked peter didn't thank normie for his helping getting dr kaplan to help them out with uh, with the little guy and all his uh, hearing related problems uh, may mentions that she's thinking of going to do the cheers like join the cheer squad and this of course gives <laughs> may and peter a bit of a shock meanwhile later at school devita is not pleased with this potential development uh, as may is doing this to be closer to gene and of course we know that devita does not like Gene. courtney uh tries to defend gene during this uh during this exchange but she literally can't come up with anything positive which uh should in devita's case you know it's the case is now closed uh may dismisses this saying um you know and as they as courtney and may walk walk together Uh, May asks about uh, if she's adjusted to the fact that Moose has returned back to campus. Uh, As Davida uh, walks off during this point, uh, she's then hit up by a group of students wanting to create a new social club supported by the Humanity First Political Action Group. In MJ's office, uh, Mr. Slattery is talking to MJ to be on the lookout for students who are talking about the Humanity First movement. Since at other campuses, uh, there's been attacks where they have been literally kidnapped had their heads shaved and branded with an M on their foreheads. Um, And they're they're shaming students, especially if they are out as mutants or if they're uh, considered mutants, they're suspected mutants. MJ has concerns uh, because obviously this kind of defeats part of the whole student client or student privilege that she's supposed to have with her autonomy. But Slattery's so concerned as is the district that this is starting to spread as a hate group that uh, just to keep him... Keep him uh, informed. MJ, uh, uh, Slattery knows that this is an impossible position to put her in, but with Sandra being at school, you, they can't be too careful. May or Mayday is obviously on MJ's mind as well, but Slattery doesn't know that. Our not-so-favorite uh, ex-boyfriend, Brad Miller, the Zach Morris' is trash of the 982 universe. Okay,
1: okay, was he... I don't think he was an official boyfriend. They were. Okay. T- they were talking they flirted they both liked each other but i they didn't really date
0: i think they went on a couple of dates but that that yeah that is no a not a couple
1: one. no no they talked to each other they were talking to each oh, other that's
0: that's right because mayday always had to had to bail on the dates that's right that's right they tried dating but they never did and yeah no no
1: no she went on one date like one date with jj only talked to brad
0: that's true that's and true and then
1: it's uh I think she went on the most dates maybe with chris before gene
0: yeah okay yeah that's fair yeah, that's fair so our not so favorite uh, potential love interest brad miller uh the zach Morris is trash of the 982 universe
1: yes <laughs> <agree>.
0: <laughs> he, does, talking... he does a
1: good thing here okay i mean i'll i'll give him that he's not redeemed he's not,
0: not redeemed. like not
1: like the vita here the vita redeems herself here
0: the, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, the uh, I think it's uh, is it College Humor that does Zach Morris's trash videos? Yes.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, and then they uh, they helped write the reboot that's on Peacock.
0: <laughs> I never watched it, so I, I don't it's know. Bad,
1: but like Glee, bad.
0: So it's like, it's it's good popcorn humor. Not, oh, don't don't take it too serious
1: look if you really want to see zach morris become absolute trash like we always knew he would be then yes please watch he he becomes like the worst mayor or worst governor of california
0: <laughs> that's a feat anyway still married to um, kelly though so yeah he did he
1: still, he still got to keep tiffany amber Thiessen.
0: which means he still wins Somehow.
1: even when he loses yeah anyway Anyway,
0: uh, so he's talking to Moose and telling about Sandra. Uh, speaking of, she tries to befriend May about her situation, like tries to ask for like, you know, some advice and like maybe they could do lunch. But May kind of brushes her off, stating that she has a lunch date with Gene. So Moose,
1: this, then this is also the second time this happened.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is the second time this has happened. This happened uh, in our la We mentioned this last episode, that this was the first that was the first time it happened. This is the second time. Uh, Moose asks her then of her opinion on Spider Girl, if she's a threat or menace, and we then cut to May showing up to lunch with Jean when he's just assuming that May is just going to go along with being a cheerleader, like she's floated the idea, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna be a cheerleader, <laughs> meathead."
1: Anyway, hold, hold on, hold on. He he wants. Let's be fair here. It's not like he's just going along with the idea. No, no, no. He he is almost practically. Demanding it because he just assumes that she's going to do it for him. That her life revolves around him. Yes. Yes. We need to make. I know I make that clear in other in my stuff, but like, just. Yeah. Just have to like. It's really hammered in how self-absorbed Gene is in these issues. Yes.
0: If I said Sandra, I meant Sarah. Sarah. Yeah.
1: Sandra's good. Sandra's healthy. Sarah needs a friend and keeps getting brushed off.
0: Not not good, they're, they're made AR anyway. So, <clears throat> elsewhere, Peter has called up Normie to thank him for his help, but Normie uh, subsequently wants to discuss something with Peter in person and to keep it quiet, uh, and don't mention that they've made a phone call because it's Normie and he always has to do something sort of a clandestine, it seems. We then cut to the Friends of Humanity. I mean, humanity first, where they're meeting at a church, question mark? Dr. Eve Manning heads the group, and they are lamenting having to meet in secret that uh, they've been cast out by the rest of humanity because they're bigots. The student from earlier um, that was talking to Vita remarks about Sarah, and she wants to learn more. M- meanwhile, back at Midtown, MJ formally asks May about having to watch Benji after school, since Peter's going to off is off investigating something for, for uh, Phil. And since MJ stuck at school, if Mayday can watch the little guy uh, and trade off with Peter. She then asks uh, at the very end about Humanity First. This gives May some, something to think about on her way home. And uh, as she's thinking about this, when she feels the person stalking her behind her, Mayday kind of goes off to investigate, just as the person that is stalking Mayday is snatched up by Humanity First thugs. May then saves the person who we le- who she learns and we learn is actually Sarah. May then jumps to confront the thugs while two mutants come to fight them. Impact and pirouette. I don't know how to say the pirouette. Pirouette. All
1: right.
0: N- oh yeah, it's like the ballerina thing, right?
1: Yeah, you could you could have probably asked your daughter. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Anyway.
0: Anyway, the thugs have little chance, and May is reluctantly having to save the, save the thugs and comments that she's having to reluctantly save these people while this is happening Aranya is getting a status report on may uh Pirouette remarks that may is human and not mutant so she's saving them because sandra was confused as to why mayday is saving them even though mayday is saying i don't want to save these punks like why are you making me save these punks
1: also also can you say that again that you know mayday isn't a mutant because i had somebody on instagram tell me I was wrong.
0: <laughs> Mayday is not a mutant. She does not have, possess the X gene. If you have, if you're a mutant, you possess the X gene. Mayday does not possess the X gene. She's just genetically altered. I think the, genetic-
1: I'll be honest. I think the issue comes from ha- how a lot of the later half of Renew Your Vows is written. Yes. But even then, Annie is also not a mutant.
0: Yeah. Neither. yeah yeah anyway yes i i agree with that but yes uh she then takes her home uh pirouette does uh, takes sarah home while the last thug may saved, tries to recruit her (laughs) into the humanity first movement and she subsequently webs his mouth shut as she should May pulls uh a cane i said and cane, but i meant a cane because she's watching in the shadows as uh S- sarah is dropped off at home watching the shadows and kane that's a reference to clone sock chronicles which is pertinent to this particular episode <laughs> may then races across town to re- to relieve her dad on busy duty because she's 30 minutes late peter gets to osborne chemical let me repeat re- repeat that gets to osborne chemical not oscorp to meet with normie josh will be proud of me pointing that out uh <laughs> that's did one of you, his
1: pet. did you read it on the so fun fact of things when I reread uh, these issues, they have a new digital stamp that says 2020, even though they've clearly been on digital a lot longer. And it is very, very bold in the like, making sure you understand it is Osborne chemical, because it is so like, it is so differently, like, just a complete different font and very like, you know, it was transposed on top of the artwork really like for a second time it looks we will post
0: this on it on, looks
1: it looks a little awkward and there's no reason for it they just are like it it stands out you know it's osborne chemical yeah even though so. there was there was a time where um we saw osborne tower but i think that that's like maybe like an apartment building or something because clearly that's where like normie lives Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering if maybe that was like a change, but I haven't looked through the originals and the digitals, I, so
0: I can't remember if that's the if that was the townhouse apartment that um, Harry and and uh, Liz and Peter and MJ all lived in in the early '90s. Oh yeah, 80s, early '90s. I don't know.
1: So that
0: may that may be. Maybe. Um. Who knows? I remember. We'll, we'll
1: I know that. Up. I know in one. I think the episode before last, I do remember seeing Osborne Towers, and now, of course, in all of this stuff, all you see anytime it shows like the stuff is Osborne Chemical, Osborne Chemical, and it's very, uh, it was very much added after. It's very digital looking.
0: Very digital looking. Yeah. Uh, Bigman says now this goon deserved to have his mouth webbed shut because we referenced the fact that I think it was like episode before last. Oh um, no,
1: it was a few episodes prior. It was the fact that um and yes, yes Bigman it does say Osborne Chemical Corp.
0: Yes, but what Corp. she's saying is is the font that they digitally imposed over it, it is it like just, very Well, bright.
1: It, I think it's the same I think it's the same font. I just think that it got digitally I don't I I'll show it to you later. It literally just—it's very. You can tell there was. We'll post it on the We'll editing. post it on
0: the social media media. Yeah. Uh, at uh, at spy Student Radio on Twitter at Make mine Mayday on Twitter and we'll we'll tag uh I'll, we'll tag each other and we'll post on Instagram as
1: well. Yeah. <laughs> so, tag Marvel—they'll never answer us. Yeah.
0: I know we we yell on the ether with Marvel, but. Uh, uh normie then tells peter that while he was on his honeymoon that he was also doing business i mean if you're going to spend months in europe you might as well write it off for tax purposes But well,
1: not, well yes you should write it off for tax purposes but i have a rant after this i mean it's it's a continuous part and you know this but it God, I have so many questions, Normie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we will talk about that momentarily. So he's uh, while he's while he's on his honeymoon, he's you know going through his grandpa's old haunts selling properties and the assets, looking for hidden rooms.
1: It's his honeymoon! I mean, it's his honeymoon. Sorry, it's his read honeymoon.
0: The, read the room, Normie. It's not like you're not poor. I mean, I understand you selling the properties and be like, oh, I'll just kill two birds with one stone. We'll write this off for tax purposes. And like, Brenda's probably just sitting there, you know, on the Riviera, getting her suntan going, I would like to spend time with my husband. But, you know, he's busy off going to hidden rooms. Anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll talk about it after. I'm going to try and let you finish. We're so close.
0: Right. We are so close to the end of this issue. But one truly terrified him and caused grave concern. It was a stasis tube with a 16-year-old girl who looks just like Peter's May. Homie remarks that it might be the real one and that he raised a clone. To be continued. Proud of yourself? Yes. Okay. Come on, that one deserved it, okay? <laughs>
1: Fine, fine, um, but yeah, uh, lots going on in this this issue. Uh, we first we get our first inklings of Brad still being very anti-mutant here. Um, humanity first. Uh, then of course Normie's back with this huge news, um, and again, as I said earlier, I have a few questions since it, it seems like he's hiding this from everyone. Um, and, you know, I just keep calling the body double April. I try my best not to, but it's April. We all know it's April. Look it's at the April. first appearance of April, everyone. Um, but, you know, like, how did he get April? And, of course, we find out later how he gets April across uh, in between countries. But he, he smuggled a human being from one country to another and hid it from his wife, his new wife. That he was, not, he was so just in a love. Human with, hold on, hold on. That he was so in love with, that he just had to marry her while she was in the hospital bed. So he decides to hide this from his wife. And and this is how he spent his honeymoon, instead of you know actually being again with his wife, um, you know, and also as I wrote in this cause I was just going off because it's my chance to go off on this, on this situation finally. Um, so this was in 2008, uh, which is kind of still the heyday of the Perez Hilton celebrity blogs where people were using paparazzi photos and like making up crazy things. And maybe, maybe it's just because I am currently listening to Prince Harry's, uh, memoir, but oh, like, boy. this got me thinking, um, uh, because it's like, I can just see this like super bonkers celebrity article about this, about going, do you know that Norman Osborne, whatever like other thing, but like Normie Osborne smuggled a human being? Human trafficked? Like I and somebody going, No, that can't be true. And it's like, but it is
0: <laughs> not only and, human trafficked a human being, but a 16-year-old girl who suspiciously looks like his friend may
1: especially looks like his friend may who as we know just to add more awkwardness to the situation he's at least admitted to himself he did have feelings for and he knew that she had a crush on him and i'm i just like again this is all sorts of shady which is very in line with osborne um and of course normie has good intentions But has to come about it just the shadiest way possible and also like and i also just have to bring up that i vividly remember reading this for the first time like i can remember it's like 2008 it's like the end of junior year of high school i am sitting here i am reading this book i've got like the warp tour 2008 compilation whatever going because uh, I remember, because I was excited to go to Warp Tour that year. Uh, Fuse TV, when they were still playing, like, music videos. Because uh, MTV had stopped by then. Th- yeah.
0: This
1: was this was Laguna Beach time, y'all. Ooh, um, yeah, Laguna Beach. <laughs> Laguna Beach. Lauren
0: Conrad. And, uh, what's her name? I can't remember. The, <laughs> uh, the uh, one Chris, that married uh, the, the uh, um, quarterback, Jay Cutler. It was, it was, it was
1: Cutler. Kirsten. It was Kirsten. I can't remember yeah. her uh made- calamari made- yeah. yeah calamari yeah yeah, Our, yeah. Ca- i don't think it's calamari but we're calling her calamari uh but, <laughs> it's not yeah, a, like
0: calamari to me but the
1: whole thing though the whole thing though is i literally remember reading this going oh god we've jumped the shark there are clones this is definitely the end game now we can't come back from this
0: <laughs> and- you you thought dr strange lied from infinity war we're at the end game now
1: I'm just like it's like I remember like I can remember being in the bedroom. I remember the like beaded curtains in that bedroom. Like
0: that's my old coworker. Cool it
1: just I just I you know like now like it's a fine cuz things worked out, but I can remember the dread setting in going, "Oh god. Oh no, not clones. Don't put my girl through clones." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, I was stoked for this, because I am the clone yeah. slog apologist. At this point, uh, we had not launched Clone Slog Chronicles yet. Uh, but I was really excited. I too remembered this and I was kind of stunned. Uh, though you raise a serious point about Normie, this is Normie, and if we there were people who were loyal to Norman to a fault, <laughs> maybe I would expect like a Donald Menken, to who would have greatly helped the grandson hey, but, of Norman
1: with this. Well, system? we we find out what happened, which is normie gets played. Yeah. And so then we also have to question Nor- Norman's night na- like Normie's naivety, but he is a 20-year-old boy that lived with a spoon in his mouth. So like like I talk about it later where I'm just like did he ever actually go to college or was he just straight up nepotism baby into CEO?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that question is yes.
1: So again, I you think know, he som- could... I think sometimes we expect too much from Normie.
0: Yeah.
1: Like no. he makes cool things, like he's very techy. You mm. know, he, he he figured out how to like make a cell phone into, you know, a web shooter. Like that's pretty techie. Like he's really good. Could could go to college and actually make something of himself, but nepotism. And that's fine too.
0: Now, he could have had private tutors and graduated early.
1: But we don't know. And so all I could think of is just you have a high school graduate um, with too much money on his hands. Again, marries in a whirlwind romance, somehow spends most of the honeymoon searching his grandfather's secret lairs over spending time with his wife who he keeps secrets from, and this is an ongoing situation. <laughs> I just, I have a lot of questions. Of, like, also, I mean, he is a, he is a Disney adult. So, this like, that true. he does have that going for him.
0: We, we've established this in previous yeah. episodes. If you have not listened to those previous episodes, this is, if this is your first episode, go check yeah. out the previous ones. Uh, I also want to mention this cover, because uh-huh. this cover is definitely a throwback to Archie. It's a very Archie-like mm-hmm. cover.
1: Well, it uh, it's also a throwback. So I don't know, like, so a lot of times when you bring up that Spider Girl is the longest-running solo female-led title for Marvel, people like to bring up Hellcat and uh, Patty Walker, which mm-hmm. Patty Walker had a what you would now call an Archie-like comic in the beginning before she was a superhero.
0: Right.
1: And that to me is what I thought that was like maybe a little bit in reference to is kind of that old classic uh Marvel Atlas It's romance def- kind of
0: whole yeah, def- thing. Not it's it's definitely one of those that are supposed to like invoke a like an old school response. Um, I know we kind of saw that a little bit with the covers of One More Day, but we had this was this was kind of the exception to the rule and not the rule. Yeah, um, uh, definitely one of those. I mean, it has like amazing fantasy on it. Tales of suspense, teenage romance. This one has it all, you know, so it's definitely like an eye catcher of, of, of a cover. And uh, if there's any insights that, uh, that can be provided for, by our friend Ron, uh, feel free to let us know in the comments. Uh, but yeah, no, I just had to mention that so that way if you're following along, this one's definitely a cover that definitely stands out. And apparently it is worth a little more because it is April's first appearance. So if you're trying to find this in the floppies, it might be a little more expensive than the regular issue.
1: Possibly. It depends because April really hasn't, like, jumped from 982. There's no Venomverse with April.
0: <laughs> Not yet. <laughs>
1: Not yet. But no, I also boy. am like, how would April work in Venomverse? yeah she i think she'd scare eddie
0: this is true i think she'd say, this yeah. is true she um, would terrify eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and and eddie's son like I, yeah. I think she would terrify them both
1: yeah because
0: no. she's like kind of carnagey sometimes
1: i mean in a good way i just think that like there's till dylan and eddie are lovable idiots at this point oh wow 50 bucks She's worth 50 bucks. Cool.
0: Nice. Uh, anyway, all right. <laughs> Moving on to our next, we, that kind of just uh, <laughs> like, final final note is shout out and the letters page to Matt, Tyler, Bob on the letters page. So that Oh,
1: I cute. did not do that to everybody just to Emma from England because me and her same brain waves and I'll discuss that when we get to that. Uh but I did see a lot. I saw Ryan, I saw Matt twice. Uh
0: yeah, I'll 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 shout Aaron, out. On the...
1: or, sorry. Frogoat. Sorry, yeah. Frogoat. I mean your okay. your name is in there. But, yeah,
0: so, so yeah. the secret <laughs> identity is 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 well sorry, been exposed sorry, by this person.
1: Sorry. Anyway, um <laughs> we'll go we'll go into this. Yes. Which I personally love this cover to die. I do
0: like this cover a lot.
1: Um, and who's that girl? Reminds me of that Eve song from 1999. Who's
0: that girl? I was thinking that too earlier when I was reading yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Anyway, glad, glad to know that we're we're in the same silly mindset. Uh, but I
0: did use the uh the floating head for the for like the teaser bit. On,
1: There's uh, a lot of floating heads going on. In this. Oh, well, the
0: floating head from this issue. Um yes. I I use that to eagerly anticipate.
1: Yeah, I will say, too, if y'all read this, because we don't talk enough when we're doing our breakdowns about how many floating heads of guilt there are (laughs) in this story, Uh, which, I mean, some of it, uh, yeah, no, May needs to feel a little bit bad about. Otherwise, I'd defend her. But there's (laughs) some of it I kind of agree. She should feel a little guilty. But going into ASG21, The cover date is August 2008, on sale June 11th, 2008, and the title is Who's That Girl? We start our issue with Jean being very self-absorbed and getting on to May for skipping his football practice to babysit due to her father needing to run an errand before work. Apparently, that was humiliating to him, having a girlfriend who helps her family. Her commitment to him is apparently more important than a baby being taken care of. Just, again, so we're clear on Jean stands. Um, May thinks to herself about how much she wants to tell Jean about everything and all her responsibilities, but she isn't sure about this relationship yet because something deep down inside tells her that this is stupid. Um, Yet, uh, you know, like I said, you know, yet she wants to feel comfortable first before telling him, and she does want to tell him. Um, Then her phone goes off, and Jean gets upset about that and tells her to hang up immediately. Uh, But it's her uncle, Phil. And as I wrote here, we're just going to ignore Jean being a pompous butt. Um, So Phil is calling May because Peter didn't come in early like he had promised Phil he would and isn't answering his cell phone. Since May saw him last, Phil figured she might know where he is, but... May is surprised by this. All she knew is that he had to make a stop on the way to the station. Meanwhile, Peter is with Normie. This is the worst version of the Science Brothers you could ever, ever want to see. You do not want these two in a lab and you will find out really quickly why. Uh, <laughs> they should not be together.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> it's
1: like, You know, we finally get them like call, you know, like Normie's calling him Uncle Pete. They seem to be like a team we don't want them together this is the first time that you're seeing why they cannot be together we'll talk more about it in spectacular as well because both of their brains should not be churning and plotting things together it's no um but peter is with normie staring at this mayday body double in a test tube normie explaining that he found her in one of his grandfather's laboratories which again, Normie, most honeymoons aren't normally checking out hidden laboratories for nefarious things by yourself, but sure, I bet that was a great trip for Brenda. Good job. Um, But Normie found some journals that state this stasis chamber currently is harboring, or the stasis chamber that is currently harboring the May double, aka April, is supposed to wake her up on her 21st birthday, and she is the real may parker to which peter starts getting over his shock and leaning into his anger uh this is this is a lie it has to be a lie he grabs normie by the throat lifting him up off the ground choking normie asking what game is he playing here what is he trying to pull to do this peter is not about to let normie's family madness destroy his family or hurt his daughter peter demands his godson uh, which i assume normie still is in this world um because he does keep calling him uncle pete i'm just gonna roll with it yes um, that is correct yeah so tells you know demands for his godson to tell him the truth And and now uh normie manages to get out that he really doesn't know the truth here or what his grandfather really had planned like he doesn't know anything um, but he would never hurt May. He loves her too. And he knows that Peter knows that he loves her. Um, so Peter let, lets Normie go, apologizing for the outburst. Uh, but, you know, all is forgiven when you know the Parker Osborne history. So Normie advises that his grandfather's notes called this project "Change changeling. And he had to Google the term, which, as I stated earlier, reminded me, did Normie ever actually go to college? Because. <laughs> you you kind of learn this in most english class but it's okay it's okay you had to google it um anyway according to folklore a changeling is a human child that has been replaced by an exact duplicate that can be a fairy a troll or a goblin. Unfortunately, nothing in the notes really say anything about which May is a duplicate or which is the real May. Normie says he needs to read more of his grandfather's journals to see if he can find the answer, something Peter says he wouldn't trust anyway, which fair. Uh, Normie asks if Peter knows any tests he can run to tell if the May in the stasis chamber is the real May or not. He also says, the he almost says the word clone, which Peter shuts him up really fast. This is just a trauma. We're not going to go down. Um, it's a trauma, Zach.
0: I, listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to... Yeah. You get
1: excited I, about the misery of Peter Parker.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> except so, <laughs> I, I get excited from Peter's misery in this particular case. In most other cases, I'm not excited, but because it's clone-related, I'm kind of giddy. How I'm dare a,
1: you?
0: How so, dare I? I
1: know it's, How dare it's you? So as Normie thinks on it, he might know someone who can help them find the truth. We cut to May walking to cafe, walking into Cafe Indigo. Simone talking to Jean, which infuriates May, but she's not going to let Simone see her sweat, as they exchange pleasantries. Uh, Simone reminds May of all the times she did quit things, um, which while the reasonings are good here, I'm not gonna deny how this looks to because I'm not gonna deny how that looks to her classmates. It does look like May quits a lot when things get tough, uh, but we know. We know our hero that she does that is the opposite of who she is. But this gets May really riled up and she basically agrees to trying out for cheerleading and realizes almost immediately she does not want to be a cheerleader. So great. Wonderful. May starts to wonder how she keeps getting manipulated into stuff like this whenever Jean is around. And while she does admit to some blame here, she did promise him she'd make things work, this go around and do whatever it took to make him happy. Was getting back together with Jean a mistake? She's finally seen the light, people. Uh, this is something still weighing on her mind even after going to bed. And as she leaves for school, we see Peter looking out the window, watching her. Totally normal, totally cool, yeah. Anyway, at school, DeVita talks to May about what she's dug up on Humanity First and DeVita isn't about to let a hate group happen on her watch, not on student council. This reminds May to check in with Sarah. And of course, Sarah starts giving her a bit of cold shoulder after finally finding friends who are like her. The friendship she had hoped she could find in May. Um, And May feels like she failed Sarah, which from blowing her off multiple times, she kind of did. At Rikers Island, uh, Normie makes a visit to see Elan. Something that, okay, he tells Elan that the last time he saw her, she tried to kill him and I recall she put venom on him the last time they met. So unless I'm forgetting stuff because this was kind of to cause chaos and to kind of like wake his senses up, so to speak. I I don't really see how she tried to kill him. Am I forgetting something? So like, is there another story here? And, you know, either I forgot it or maybe it never got told. I feel like we're missing something here. Untold Tales of Spider-Girl, perhaps. Anyway, uh, like I said, I just, it's something that struck me. Um, And when Norman asks uh, Alon about Project Changeling, her eyes seem to twitch and she smiles, but tells Normie she knows absolutely nothing. So, you know, she knows something. Uh, Back at Midtown High, Davida tells the hate group boys uh, to, you know, Also tells them no and tells them off and she goes pretty hard on it. And Brad, their bro, uh, comes by asking what happened. They tell her that he needs to help her get her priorities straight before she gets hurt. Uh Uh-oh, you know, totally not a threat there. Uh, So some cheerleaders tell May that they look forward to seeing her out in the field later because Gene is telling legitimately everyone who will listen to him how May is going to be a cheerleader, which sends May into thinking, how does she get out of this without embarrassing Gene when Wes comes by asking about little Benji and reminding May that friends watch out for friends, which gets May thinking about a solution for her other issues she's dealing with, and her gratefulness about this causes May to kiss Wes on the cheek as she runs off, which is very sweet and nice. And girl, forget about Jean. Um, so, when in doubt or just not wanting to deal with things uh, about one problem, May always focuses on another, especially if that other problem means wearing her spandex. And again, like like I wrote in here, this is definitely May's motto when in doubt, focus on the other thing in spandex. Um, So May admits she's been a lousy friend to Sarah, and she dons her red and blues and zeroes in on finding her, watching out for Sarah. And as she finds she isn't the only person trailing Sarah, uh, Moose is also spying on her, probably to recruit her in his hating Spider-Girl crusade, something that shouldn't be too hard when Sarah thinks Spider-Girl is on those Humanity First guys' side, when all... May was trying to do was prevent anybody from getting killed. May's spider sense starts going haywire. It's like her brain is on fire. Sarah went into a building where Impact and Pirouette are along with another mutant, Headcase. Um, Headcase is scanning the area. Sarah. Uh, we find out that Sarah is followed by two spies. The girls give Sarah her own costume, a gift from their leader as they make Uh, as they make way to keep head case safe and give Sarah a chance to prove herself. Since she said she wanted to help defend her new friends from these spies. As may head head starts to feel normal. uh, Her spider sense goes off again for a blast, which she warns Moose of a little too late. Something that she says feels familiar to her. And we're going to bring this up again because the stuff I've brought up before, how she can kind of differentiate between things she's felt before and not like, she kind of eventually knows who who the Spider-Sense is and who isn't based on their, threat. I guess, the threat feeling uh, in her Spider-Sense. So, again, the blast came from Sarah, or should I say Nucleus, as she tries to call herself, and it's the only time we hear it. Um, Spider-Girl tries to just talk to Sarah, tell her that she's not Sarah's enemy here. She hates the humanity first bigots as much as Sarah does, but she couldn't stand by while they got slaughtered. She reminds Sarah that Moose is hurt and needs to be checked out, but Sarah reminds her Moose hates Spider Girl's guts, and she bets the feeling is mutual. So she makes sure Spider Girl can't get near Moose by blasting her away. Back in Normie's lair, Peter decides he needs to see if he can get a sample of the liquid in the stasis chamber to test when it react and. When he does, it reacts to the air and explodes in Peter's face. Again, Normie and Peter should not be in the lab together. Example like number two at this point. Um, Moose wakes up during um, Sarah and Spider Girl's fight, obviously okay enough to tell Sarah to splatter the spider. May starts thinking about what she can do to stop this madness without hurting Sarah. She uses her spider sense to navigate through Sarah's blast and grabs Sarah by her legs, swinging her high into the air and letting her go, having Sarah fly, literally flipping through the air, only to catch her in a web to slow her fall. This makes Sarah sick and dizzy. Moose tends to Sarah and yells out to Spider Girl, calling her a bully, because now now when Sarah pukes, she's only going to be able to think of Spider Girl. And Sarah, our spider girl, walks away, beating herself up for letting her friends down, wondering what kind of monster is she? The end for now.
0: So, yeah, this is a this is definitely an intense issue. I I really like how. Sarah is being kind of jostled between all this um, with by these multiple sides and how easy it is to manipulate a person that is at a very vulnerable state. And I think that this does a really good job of like showing the consequences sometimes of that. Uh, And we'll see that throughout the rest of these issues. Um, But I, I, like I say, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I I love the bits with Peter because.
1: Oh no, I, (laughs) as much as I joke, I really do enjoy Normie and Peter being together. It's just trouble follows. Like there is a cloud of trouble.
0: Yeah. No. And and look, Normie does not know. Oh yeah. The history with Norman and clones, obviously. Well, so this.
1: I don't think any any of them do. That's the point.
0: Yeah. The only people I,
1: I... the only people living at this point that I think understands the clone situation is Kane and Peter. And MJ. And MJ. Uh, and but, then maybe to an extent Riley, but I think even then I don't think Riley fully understands.
0: Riley only understands what Kane told him exactly um so we and we know some of what he told him but we don't know the full extent of what he told him so there there is some ambiguity there but you're right I mean so Peter's responses here and the way he's acting it may seem out of character for some, but it actually is in character considering all the weight that happened. With the trauma like you said earlier it's a trauma i mean it,
1: it, it well it is i mean and that's the whole thing is like i i make jokes uh i made a joke on my instagram story uh you know promoting this like <laughs> yeah because we'll see in the we'll see in another issue where uh, peter you know instead of going to therapy just talks to a baby um about his trauma and yeah no like this is all a trauma response like this is this is peter's worst nightmare coming to light And of course, Normie doesn't know. Normie has no clue. Normie, what happens is Normie walked into a lair, which we will find later was kind of set up for him to walk into. Um, But he walks into it and all he does is he sees the face of his, essentially his best friend, you know, somebody that he really cares for. And he's not going to let that body just stay there and rot that's not something he's going to do he wants to figure out what's going on so yeah he starts pouring through his these carefully curated and placed journals which we'll find out later um all for this grand plan yeah but the issue at hand is like normie is a pawn a very unwilling pawn here that is being played because of his emotions for May and his emotions for the Parker family, essentially. And yeah. it's like, every, it's really weird. Cause it's like, we see the chess pieces now, especially as we know the full story, but like when you first read this stuff here, like it really just feels like you feel for Peter. This is a trauma, this is traumatic. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, on the other sides of the story, Sarah, you know, you can kind of see, even though we're using Sarah, who to me, is it weird that I feel like she's giving off like rogue vibes a bit in this?
0: Um, And I'm not saying
1: that like in a, it's just because you know how, when we first see rogue in the comics, she, she was radicalized, essentially. Mm -hmm. And this is what the Brotherhood is trying to do with Sarah. They are trying to radicalize her, just like the boys in Humanity First get radicalized by Dr. Manning. Dr. Manning. Um, Dr. Manning. Yeah. So there's this whole. It's like the similar situation, but like we're seeing seeing it, of course, through Sarah's eyes, and seeing her turmoil and her how scared she is. Yeah. Uh, because ultimately, like, she doesn't know who to trust. All she wanted was a friend that understood her and she, the person she thought she could understand, May, blew her off to hang out with a literal like, I'm just gonna say it, I'm sorry. We're like PG-13, he's a douche nozzle, like complete <laughs> douche uh yeah. tool bag, I can't, you know, b- big bag of wind. Like Gene is the worst person, and Sa- the only person that could understand Sarah blew her off to hang out with him. Like, you kind of understand Sarah here. She she needed, she needs guidance, which is what eventually May is trying to do. But yeah, also too no one's taking Sarah's decision or choice into account either there. And we'll get into that as well, because she starts yeah. talking about that. She's like, no one's everyone's just trying to use me for something. Um, yeah. I
0: do lo- I do love some of the artistic choices that are made throughout this arc. Like the whole yes. um, the the beaker exploding straight up is homage to ASM uh, 30, 39 mm-hmm. uh, with Norman. Yeah. <clears throat> Except that you know um,
1: which I mean, speaking speaking of foreshadowing, there.
0: Oh, um, there is there is a <laughs> lot of foreshadowing
1: I know. in this
0: entire arc. Oh, and I it's, know. Like even I didn't mention it last issue, but like at the, the the opening splash page, you have like the distorted, um, spider logo with the mm-hmm. beaker. Yep. You know, like the, like that is like a bit of foreshadowing. So it's like just like fun little nuggets that are thrown in when you read this and when you know what comes next. Like, I read this digitally first before I went back and read the floppies. Um, and I, I just did a whole, like, binge where I read basically from this point all the way to the end of the series. And just the level of foreshadowing is really, really good. Uh, this is where long-term storytelling really works. Um, oh,
1: yeah.
0: And, and you know, the, the whole... I just really like and enjoy the bits that that we see here um Devita's vindication like this is where we vindicate DeVita, this is where she's like proving herself to be an ally as opposed to a bigot and she's kind of fully realized the error of her ways and she sh- and she proves that that she wasn't you know that she's not that way um you know just the 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 level of may feels like a failure throughout this issue. Three different times she talks about how she failed and she failed and she failed. See,
1: but think about how many times she says that throughout the entire series.
0: That's true. Like, that's That's the thing.
1: Like, ultimately, the thing that holds May back is her self-doubt. Yes. And she does make mistakes. And she beats herself up so bad with her mistakes. And a lot of that does come from, like, it's kind of... Peter doesn't talk about his past. He doesn't talk about... His stories to her mm-hmm. and this is kind of where that could help her a lot at this point in her career but yeah i would also require him to not quite be honest maybe a little bit be honest with himself but you know it all of that stuff is an old wound and he doesn't want to really poke at it
0: yeah no he he just wants to bury it and move on and not talk yeah. about it also i'll say this um this kid, if you couldn't if you're reading the individual issues this was very much the month of the hulk oh because yeah because the, the incredible hulk movie was coming out and like every other advertisement was some sort of hulk related yeah. advertisement uh yeah. so so yeah. Uh, tell me tell me you're in the mcu without telling me you're in the mcu well well <laughs> yeah.
1: technically for the longest time that didn't count either even though true because it clearly is, universe. yeah. Even though it clearly is in that universe, it didn't count because it wasn't done by the same studio.
0: Yep, that's true. That is true. So, um, that's all my thoughts. You got any more uh, to add on this one before we um, jump? To I the... mean,
1: like I like I wrote on here, it's like I'll riff whatever you bring up because uh, I think for the most part, what I've said, what I need to say, has been said. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, today. Today's breakdowns are definitely, uh, they're not my popcorn, but it's like, cause these are, this is kind of a story that like, I have a lot to say, so I'm saying it as I go along.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's true. So, it's true. Um, so yeah, I'll just jump into the a- ASG 22. Uh, yeah. unlike most of our issues recently, uh, this issue does not open with a splash page. It does but not. Rather Get you into this into the story with May and push doing some exercises. And they're kind of talking back and forth. May is uh, helping her and she's called for advice. Oh, she's called. Push we, for.
1: Did we ever start talking about the MySpace?
0: No, but I we can talk about it at the end of this.
1: Yeah, because this is I believe brand new May is the start of the MySpace pages.
0: Yeah, or old school Facebook. I always I always thought it was old school Facebook.
1: Oh, I thought it was MySpace.
0: I think it's old-school Facebook. Like, old, like, I mean, OG Well, Facebook. yeah,
1: I mean, it would be OG Facebook, because 2008. But, like, MySpace was still sort of around, and it started looking like that, too.
0: Yeah, it was limping along. It was... It, MySpace yeah. was, like, on the down on the down decline, and then Facebook was on the up, upward decline. And, um, yeah, worst, this worst is thing definitely... The
1: hap- worst thing that happened to MySpace was Justin Timberlake. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this world. <laughs> anyway, I mean, let's move on. The, the, the fact that <laughs> the
0: fact that NSYNC hasn't done in a reunion, it's all because of him. The rest of them are willing to get together, but he's just the one, the one lone holdout. Anyway, yeah. I, not saying I would go to an NSYNC concert reunion tour, but um,
1: like I'm re- here for JC. I don't care.
0: Listen, I, I would, I would go to a. There's a part of me that would go to a Backstreet Boys NSYNC dual uh, tour. Like and no, they would do that now.
1: No, I'm mad. I'm mad at Backstreet Boys. What's wrong with the Backstreet Boys? Nick Carter.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Never mind. Moving on. Uh, so, yes, the uh, face group starts with the next issue. Um, yeah, because it's not in this issue. It's in the next one. I think. Double checking. Yes, the face. The face group, and I think that's also um, signifying the change between.
1: Uh, no. Molly no because i have the this is the la- so you this breakdown is the last issue showing molly laser as editor
0: okay that's right all right i'm sorry that's the next one uh it's no i'm sorry it's two issues for now so no, okay is it next
1: issue no i the 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 next one my breakdown is the first one with uh tom b
0: okay all right sorry so all right asg 22 cover date september 2008 july 10th 2008 the title of the issue is deadly crossroads as i mentioned before it's may and push doing some exercises um you know may has called for advice about sarah and they're having a bit of fun along the way push throws some items at may and may dodges them and throws them back at her but push pushes them to into a chimney push tries to push her uh push the chimney back where it's, you know, stable to get it to get it back in place, but it's too much of a wait for her and May kind of has to <laughs> bail her out because it's just too much for her.
1: So I felt like this was a throwback to the time that she was running around uh, with Cassie mm-hmm. and fully yep. was expecting Nova to like show up. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Normally, Nova would show up and be a jerk, <laughs> Because it's Nova in, the, in 982. Meanwhile, yeah. anyway, uh, we got Peter awakening from his goblin-induced dream with Normie uh, helping him come to after the events of last issue. Normie and Peter promise to keep this hush-hush while May is heading home to see Jean at Cafe Indigo. Simone continues to drive the wedge between them and May kind of goes to leave, bumping literally into Wes. Okay, Jean hold on, literally- hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Jean is holding Simone from behind.
0: That's true. Yeah, like he's. Sorry, he I is... just, I just,
1: I need to make sure this is clear.
0: <laughs> Kelly's got some thoughts. Um, so, yes, like, uh, like Simone is like gingerly touching his face, and like you know she's got a big old grin. He's got a big old grin because he likes the attention because he's attention whore. Oh
1: wait, am I and... am I thinking of another scene? no this is the same well, one okay well there's one scene where like she's touching his face and she's in front of him but i thought that was last issue and then this issue Jean's like holding her from behind i swear to god yeah okay 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 you're talking about that okay
0: yeah that's what I was talking all right about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah also brenda and uh jj were uh talking with one not with brenda. each other and, uh nancy godly not brenda nancy i'm getting everybody's name wrong tonight <laughs> boy howdy anyway ah <sighs> Um, May goes through a, a range of emotions, uh, and it's you know, she's mad and why does it always have to be Simone? And then she leaves and then she bumps into Wes, and Wes is like, Oh, what's the big hurry? And Wes tries to like calm her down. Gene, of course, being Gene, giant meathead douchebag, comes in swinging literally, and May catches his punch as she does. Um, he gets mocked for this. And he kind of storms off in a huff. Everybody's laughing at him, and May's like, "What have I done?" No, May, you did the right thing. He's being a tool bag. Anyway, meanwhile, we go to uh, <coughs> Rikers Island, where we uh, learn that it's the the staying place of Fury. She's oh, getting Fury, her, aka
1: um, the Goblin Queen.
0: The Goblin Queen, not to the... be confused with the Queen Goblin.
1: No, the only, the only.
0: <laughs> or as Neil calls her uh, Gobby Mommy. Anyway.
1: We're not calling uh, him on Gobby Mommy, so that's fine.
0: I I, I hated funny. that name. I hated that name until like it finally oh, just no, I wore
1: No no I, I hate all of it. But you oh, also know too. what I call Chasm. So... Yes. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The twenty uh, the thirty fifth clone of Ben Riley. Anyway, so uh, she's getting her one phone call for the week and it's you know her old pal um
1: uh, renee renee thank you it's her i think it's her dad it's her guardian
0: yeah I it's her guardian it her but, dad or not no it's not her da- it's not her dad it's simone's dad
1: oh that's right but but he's basically
0: he is in charge of like the order of the goblin while she's incarcerated
1: yeah, so that's, that's his
0: role. So he's. That's
1: right. That's right. It's Simone. In fairness, they kind both Ilan and Simone look similar.
0: Yeah, that's true. Like they, they could be like.
1: They could be they like could be. half sisters and just don't know it, and that just creates more drama. Later. That's true.
0: That's true. Uh, um. So, I, I still don't know what the bottom shackles are on on her on her thing because like they don't they have she has like these big giant. Pieces of metal on her legs, which looks very uncomfortable. Uh, I, I
1: mean, they do put. There are some prisoners that do get leg shackles. When they yeah. feel like they're gonna run.
0: Uh, maybe it's like got an anti-gravity.
1: I mean, it's machinery. Rikers.
0: It is Rikers. So Rikers. Uh, we uh, all right back. May is get uh, off to leave for school, um, and P- Peter shows up and is a total jerk, deluxe to, to his to his freaking kid, uh, saying, you know, I'm not gonna. Uh, I let my guard down in a lab accident. I'm not gonna let that happen again. And you know, May is kind of confused, asking, wondering it's what really crawled weird. up. His... It's really weird. May ask "What crawled up his nose?" It's uh some some green goop that blew up in his face. Mayday, sorry. Uh, anyway, so um, May's kind of lost in thought when she bumps into Jean. Oh, Jean's poor ego is still so fragile that he fragile. can't. Tra- yeah, uh, he's so fragile he's such a such a broken little boy that he can't trust me anymore because you know he she was the one that wanted to make this work and yeah blah 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 i still, I
1: still love i still have it was a love tap uh, yeah her uh, spider sense didn't go off because of a love tap g
0: yeah you're lucky that i was only going to give weston a love tap i might have broken your hand <laughs> bro you're just you're just pissed off that a dainty that a girl that looks dainty we know she's not dainty but looks dainty caught your i'll, I'll be clear here she,
1: she doesn't really look dainty at this point like in his eyes has, though
0: you gotta think maybe maybe eyes.
1: but to me it's like she looks like a gymnast she looks like she's going to kick your ass
0: that's true but like in his brain because me you know he's a meathead like he I thinks know. he's you know i'd have broke your nose right or I'd have hurt you i'd have hurt your hand bro you, you wouldn't have hurt her hand. She'd have broke your freaking hand. Trust me. We've seen Peter do it to your dad in an alternate reality in the Ultimate Universe. Anyway. um, You know, he's talking about how the broken promises are and he's like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Back at Forest Hills, MJ is cleaning up Peter's face uh, and he lies to his wife about what actually happened despite her rightfully pointing out the impossibility of a lab accident causing this to occur due to the fact that he has, I don't know, genetic reflexes and spider sense that would warn him of such a thing that's happening so you know he continues to lie and tells her that you know nothing i would not i would
1: in in fairness he did sense it he just was focused on warning normie to get away
0: that's true so um we then have the humanity first dweebs they're back at it again and Davita firmly says no to hate groups um and um tells you called her
1: brenda in your notes again
0: no no no, i called her davida uh
1: no no you didn't i'm literally reading it it says sarah and mrs Hingle are talking with brenda (laughs) nancy nancy her name is nancy (laughs)
0: okay i'm
1: fixing that again
0: all right all right uh sarah and mrs Hingle are talking to nancy not brenda (sighs) And telling them about the class, the first class way that the ex-people will treat their students that are not going to the actual school, that she would only go a couple times a month, they take her via limo, they take care of her. Um, meanwhile, Sarah has been fully converted to humanity first, it seems, and May mm-hmm. and Push have followed her, and the mini-cerebro stops working. We learn that there is some sh- sort of shielding from it, and we see Sarah meet the leader of the group, Magneta, the mistress of magnetism. My brain is the pudding of Mary Jane from the from the uh, Dark Web mini series.
1: We're not talking about that. Stop talking <laughs> about that. That doesn't exist. We're not talking about that.
0: I'm sorry. May webs her face, and uh, this gives the time the two time to escape because she has used her powers of magnetism to uh, ensnare them with the vents underneath the building that they were standing on. Uh, May slides off the wall because of apparently the iron in her blood, and slides off into the ground. Uh, Magneta uses a, takes a convertible and flies it up in the air with May attached to it. Sarah protects, uh, protests this, um, this situation with Nancy because Nancy's, you know, an actual mutant. Mayday may not be a mutant, but Nancy is, and she has no, you know, beef with mutants, right? We th- uh, this could then continues when she sees that uh, Magneta doesn't care about anyone but herself. And if a human, few humans get hurt, then, you know what's the harm what's the foul so may continues to fall in the air tries to stop the thing uh the situation with the webs and has very little success in stopping it may thinks though this is gonna hurt when she's pushed back up into the air and the car stops itself from falling because push is actually using her powers thanks to the like the rush of adrenaline did i miss elon's escape i did miss elon's escape really i didn't did I miss it? I don't think I missed it. No, I haven't missed it yet. Ron got me confused. Uh. Anyway. So, uh, I did, unless that was earlier in the issue,
1: I don't I think remember. you might have.
0: Uh, did I miss it? No. Oh God! Yeah, Elon escaped via. <laughs>
1: tank yeah so ilana escapes via a tank with uh a green goblin face on it she was flirting with the guard uh pretty sure the guard died uh, <laughs> yeah
0: the guard is dead yeah the guard and died. then
1: and then she swims away
0: yeah. uh yes. and yeah.
1: goes and that's when yeah. and then next time we see her she is in the uh penthouse of evil
0: yes so yeah that that was right before Mayday and push go investigate things. So yes, yes I'm sorry Ron. All right, I tuned I
1: tuned you out otherwise I would have called you out, too. <laughs> Thank you Ron for calling Ron, him
0: out. Ron, Ron calling me out that's that that's that's fun. All right. So, um Sarah is scared and terrified running off because like obviously with the situation she doesn't know who who to trust. And then we come uh, Mayday thinks what well, could this possibly get worse, but it does get worse though as Fury does her part to start with Project Changeling entering in uh, a coded number sequence to start the process, and April then wakes up! I won't press the button despite my wanting just, to.
1: Just do it. Just do it. Okay.
0: To be continued. I could do this after every issue of this particular story arc. Yeah,
1: uh, y- y- you kind of can. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... <sighs> Because I have all of these like random thoughts I wrote in the bottom of this that I should have brought up when you were talking. But when Normie tells Peter that he doesn't want to call the paramedics because he didn't want to remind his new wife of who his grandfather is, I just, again, gonna keep talking about this because this is something I wanna talk about. Like he kept this whole thing from her. And again, this is a pattern. He does not tell Brenda anything. (laughs) at all ever and then expects her to not uh do things she wants to do like you know dressing up in her superhero outfit yeah because we're gonna see that later where he's like i thought we agreed i just i just want to say he's not being honest with her and this is the start like this is this is the beginning um so anyway uh And I wrote on here, like, even if it, even if this was their honeymoon, and then I wrote, yeah, should I go into the whole thing again? Because, like, I literally wrote, I was like, he must have spent hours by himself alone stalking out his grandfather's hidden lairs. And what was Brenda doing? Brenda isn't vapid or stupid, so I really can't get over this because what was she doing? where where was Brenda um and again I've spoken before with this in rants but I have so many questions about their honeymoon again another untold tale of spider girl what the heck happened here um like did they spend any actual time together and um no don't answer that in the comments this is a family show even if I've cursed a lot during this episode um but you know (laughs) I just I at least want to understand how a whirlwind romance with two very young adults that resulted in getting married with one of them in the hospital bed, and then they spend their honeymoon all summer in Europe, and I'm guessing, like, apart, a lot, so one could go dig up his grandfather's bullcrap, and I just, there's that time where Frogo told me that he felt like their relationship was rock solid, and I just want to bring this up.
0: (laughs) Frogo, we know you're going to be watching this later because you're... you're... I'm
1: sorry I keep calling you out, but (laughs) we we can disagree. I just have questions here. Um, uh, I also, again, this is the issue. I want to mention Emma Honeybun from Portsmouth, England, in asking for May's big eyes back uh, because we all know how I feel about those uh, eye shells. And uh, if you were listening, Emma... I am continuing your request. Twelve years later, in audio format. It's definitely going on deaf ears now, but I'm requesting it. I like the big eyes.
0: Yeah, me too. So. Uh, shout out to the rest of the people: John, Andrew, Jim, Reggie, Joseph, Matthew, Emma, and Jerry. <laughs> in the letters page. So, uh, Kelly, uh, I don't got a ton of thoughts on this. Uh, we want yeah, no, to. Yeah, no. Most next. of my
1: thought and most of my thoughts from the last issue are straight up. <laughs> So, Straight up, just, I have questions about Normie and Brenda's relationship, and I just do. So, all
0: right. ASG 23 will be done by Kelly. So, Kelly's yes, going to do the recap as, of this as one.
1: As you finish your <laughs> recap for 24. Shh! Okay, yeah. Anyway, all right. So, ASG 23 um, cover date is October 2008. Uh, it was on the shelf on August 13th, 2008. And the title is, Did Someone Say Clones? And again, I want to make mention that the editor was changed from Molly Laser to Tom Brennan on this issue. Uh, and as everybody's pointed out, I think the Face group or MySpace Facebook mashup, uh, I think starts this issue, but I can't remember if it started before or not. So and I literally reread this today, but it does. I think it starts at the beginning of the story um But it might be a change from from this issue. I'll double check later. Uh, but the title might be "Did someone say clones?" But I would like to call this first page "Did someone ask for mutants?" Uh, the X people and Jubilee are out in full force, uh, casing the hideout of the Sisterhood. We have Eagle, Simeon, Torque, Span, and Spanner with Jubilee, which I believe we met most of them, if not all of them, in J2. Um, so Jubilee tries to cut Spider-Girl out of the case, and even though Push vouches for Spider-Girl, the ex-people are still a bit prickly about our web-slinger assisting with finding Sarah. Meanwhile, Peter has some very unhinged things to say to a sleeping baby ben- Benji, while Mary Jane listens in, horrified as he goes on, like how he's never going to let anything happen to his Benny boy. No one is ever going to harm him, kidnap him, hold him hostage, he'll never have to suffer like his sister did, telling the sleeping baby that even he thought May had died until Kane rescued her, or so Kane says. At the Osborne Tower, Normie and Brenda are cuddling by a fire and Brenda tries to figure out what the big mystery is, since all she knows is that Normie seems to be stressed out and keeps disappearing below the eighth floor sublevel to his basement lavatory uh normie half lies and says he's working on a personal project with peter nothing for brenda to be concerned about just an old family thing which normally if an osborne tells you that you should be concerned um as you know the body double aka april wakes up from stasis totally nothing to worry about brenda nothing at all doesn't concern her a A. osborne now anyway the next morning as may gets ready to leave for school in one of my favorite outfits she wears in all of this series um mary jane asks may if she's noticed anything different about her father which may has noticed that he seems to be taking fault in everything she says and is deliberately avoiding her but she doesn't bring it up so mary jane drops it growing dark and may has enough on her plate she wants to watch Sarah's back and find a little time to look for Fury since she's busted out of Rikers. But at least her mom has noticed something going on with her dad too. It's not just May noticing this. Maybe something is stressing him out. Sadly, May can't think too much about this as her spider sense goes off, telling her that the ex-people seem to have Sarah covered. She can see Eagle and Simeon watching for Sarah on her way to school. At school, Moose asks for a minute of May's time, which she isn't keen to give if Moose is just going to start talking smack about Spider-Girl. Moose admits that he feels guilty for Sarah getting involved in a fight with Spider-Girl and wants to apologize, but needs some help with it. May tells him she needs to speak to Jean, and even Moose tells her that she did good by finally dissing Thompson, because Thompson is a tool. Uh, literally, the biggest red flag is when your friends don't like your boyfriend, May. and zero zero of your friends like your boyfriend <laughs> um and of course as i write may did nothing wrong in stopping gene from hitting Wes. he had his arm i mean and two he had his arms around simone so may talk tries to talk to gene but he talks to her he asked her to talk to him after football practice reminding her to waste her time once more staring at him tackling dudes and doing ra- like doing random drills great so west tries to cheer may up but she distanced herself talking to west got her on the outs with gene in the first place the humanity first bros skipped school to talk to marjorie taylor green i mean dr manning um and it's in the abandoned church come on zach you know
0: oh boy i have myself on mute Woo, that's spicy it's,
1: it's not spicy it's the truth
0: well, i know but it's it they could be construed as spicy
1: anyway. So uh, they talked to Dr. Marjorie Taylor Manning um, in it's abandoned church. She gets mad at Davida since the kids complain how sh- how DeVita denied them a chance to open a chapter at their school uh, and called them a hate group, which they are. Uh, Back at school, Davida finally drops some real wisdom on a sulking May. She calls out May's phases about seemingly trying to prove that she's a perfect normal teen. But the truth is, every teenager is a freak and outsider sometimes. And hey, honestly, so is everyone all the time and you never grow out of it. So just let your freak flag fly as long as it's not about hurting anybody. Uh, The girls have a heart-to-heart and joke about a finger offs shoe sale. At the... In the school library, Simone tells her friend Lindsay about how Jean spilled a secret to her, that Jean is the one who sabotaged May's election campaign, something we all previously knew, but this is our solid confirmation. Um, Jean was the one writing quitter, loser, and other hurtful remarks on her election campaign posters even Lindsay starts to question what Simone would see in a guy who would do something like that to his girlfriend uh, because she has more common sense than Simone, but because Simone hates herself. Um, She seems to think that she'll be treated differently, even though she wasn't the last time he ran to her and in some ways actually got treated worse, but I digress. Uh, And she tells Lindsay that if Jean and May do patch things up, she's going to spill Jean's confession and humiliate them both. So, wow. Great person. Simone's just an awesome person. Wes hears this as the girls leave and he heard everything. As lunch approaches, May debates on what to do. Focus on Sarah, listen to Devita, try to talk to Jean again and just not listen to Devita. hunt down Fury or answer herself. She answers herself. It's Dark Devil asking her what Peter Parker would want with Kane. This sets off alarms with May, and she quickly changes to meet up. Uh, could this meeting uh, be related to her dad's bad mood, or is this about his own hunt for the Goblin Queen? At the Goblin Cult penthouse hideout, Fury and Renee talk about Project Changeling and how even they don't know the goal Norman Osborne had for this plan. Fury just thinks that he'll have to, you know, that it has to reunite her with Normie, thinking that this plan proves that Normie's choice to not be a goblin was never really his decision to make her codes uh that she's punched in causes the stasis chamber to explode and may's body double april comes waking up in a full rage grabbing normie by the throat and lifting uh him up off the floor because this is a parker treat at this point um kane waits on a rooftop for peter uh peter starts going on and on and on, asking Kane if he knew, but Kane legitimately doesn't know what Peter's talking about and even calls him drunk for how like manic this conversation seems to be. Uh, Peter starts trying to fight with Cain, which once Kane realizes Peter isn't gonna stop with this, he starts to fight back, just defending himself. Peter starts on about the babies switched at birth, clones, stasis chambers. Uh, Project Changeling. Kane, so confused that he's not even sure if Peter's talking about the grandfather Norman Osborne or the kid, um, just kind of is very lost to Peter's ramblings. Peter keeps on, now sure that Kane has betrayed them and totally knew about all of this from the beginning, because why else is he looking at you like you have two heads, Peter? Yes, he's totally hiding things. All right. Um and you know Kane is we're not sure how he's getting this from Kane being confused and asking questions, but all right. And as C- Peter wails on Cain, Dark Devil and Spider-Girl come in to try to get Peter to stop. But even as Dark Devil and Spider-Girl try to get Peter to calm down, Peter seems to just get even angrier and runs back to Kane wailing on him some more while declaring that he won't let Kane destroy his family, demanding to know Who is real? Peter's spider sense goes off and he thinks it's Dark Devil coming from behind. And Peter growls to tell Dark Devil to stay back as he swings back to hit hit the threat. And he just barely misses May. This seems to stop the boiling rage. But Peter rushes to talk to May uh, or may refuse. Peter refuses to talk to May about what's going on and walks away. Cain reassures May that he really has no clue as to what's going on. Um, But May knows that she heard switched and Osborne. So it looks time. It looks like it's time to make a call to Normie. Meanwhile, Brenda goes down to the the actual Brenda. Zach um, goes down to the lab to look for Normie. I
0: knew she made it eventually in the story. Okay.
1: (laughs) When she finds him passed out in the floor of his trashed basement lab back at back at Midtown High, because you know, the, the whole excursion with Dark Devil was just May's lunch hour, um, she can't seem to get a hold of Normie and her dad is screening her calls now too. She just doesn't understand about the, the switch her father seems obsessed with. And what does this have to do with Clones and Normie's grandfather? May's really lost too. Um, why would her dad accuse Kane of putting the family in danger? May's spider sense goes off, but she hasn't felt it before. So what was that? Was it one of the ex people checking up on Sarah? May chalks her jumpiness up to nerves and tries to chill out. Uh, Just, she decides she's gonna have faith that things will calm down. Oh boy, how wrong is she? Uh, The humanity, first group meets up with Brad in the hallway, telling him that his friend Kirby has been deemed a traitor by the fake doctor. Uh, they ask Brad if he's going to pick his friend or side with them. Macy's Sarah on the phone looking panicked. She She's being told by uh, Magneta to pick a side, to pick the sisterhood or suffer the consequences, which doesn't seem like picking a side at all. May asks she can help Sarah, but Sarah runs from her, telling her that ultimately no one can help. This is her choice and it's her decision and hers alone. But May isn't about to let Sarah face the sisterhood alone and she heads towards the roof. First she bumps into Brad, who is also panicked and asking where he can find Moose. He tells May what's happening with humanity first and how he needs to find Moose to help fast so he can help Davida. So just terrific, great. Now May has to decide between helping save Debita or helping Sarah. She decides that once she's changed, she'll call the ex people to watch over Sarah and, and she'll just check on Sarah until they get there. Um, when basically before she can go out to the roof to change, someone else is on the roof. She can sense through via her spider sense and May guesses she can change before jumping onto the roof, but what if that's just a janitor? Like, it would ask, it would, like, have more questions than answers if she did that. So May decides to take a quick peek to find out who is on the roof, and she finds out that she's on the roof. Someone who looks exactly like her, even down to her spectacular outfit, is there staring at her and kind of screaming at her, she stole her life and now she's here to return the favor to be continued
0: <laughs> this one deserves it okay i'm sorry i uh the the uh the final splash page is a homage to the beginning really the beginning of the clone saga which was um spectacular spider-man number 215 peter goes on the roof uh of the uh, or ben reilly goes up to the towards the roof as peter's arriving to the roof to uh, go visit aunt may and they confront each other and they're like you you you, you and so that's definitely a homage uh love this issue love um peter's very realistic um the sentence to madness.
1: I mean he's yes. having a tra like, I mean, seriously, it's a trauma response. Like he is losing his mind from this. Like, this is his worst nightmare. And this is also this is stuff that is exactly something Norman osborne would want to cause Peter.
0: Oh yeah. He's playing completely into Peter's um fears and like considering how intrinsically Even tied- from beyond
1: the grave he has pulled this final this
0: is like a hairy robot parents level of like machiavelli although type although of
1: plot. a lot better told i i will i will give it that the oh, clone yeah, yeah, yeah. part is far better told than robot parents
0: uh this is uh tom DeFalco telling a clone story without the salespeople telling him what to do i mean that's that's the bottom line and um Because that's ultimately what happened in the original Clone Saga. So I I love Kane's reaction and Kane's confusion, and I love how Peter just is not thinking. And part of it is is that his mind's a little cloudy.
1: Well, it's not even that he's cloudy; he's running off shock.
0: Yes, he really is. He's running off of like pure panic because this is like the absolute. He knows how much the clone situation turned his life upside down and it's taking him back to that time period before may was born and all that trauma that may has no idea about kane should have some idea about but the way peter's going about it he's yeah. talking and he's talking in circles he's not and, being clear
1: and and as we were gonna talk about mm-hmm. probably a little later because I, I guess I should have mentioned it as well, but uh, our friend, Ron Friends, is also bringing it up. He is being influenced by Goblin Juice, uh, yes. which blew up in his face, which again was the homage and the foreshadowing <laughs> with the Green Goblin. Um, but the thing is, of course, we don't know that at this time right. necessarily, but you can start getting those hints. But like I said, like I really do feel like a lot of what's triggering... A lot of what's triggering these emotions and kind of make like the emotions are heightened by the goblin juice but the way i always read this is the emotions are coming from peter like these are genuine emotions it's just things are running 10 times higher
0: yeah
1: a hundred times higher um but yeah it's it's a Pete, pete's losing his mind um yes he's being and, influenced
0: by the goblin goo but
1: yeah and you know, poor May has a lot on her plate. A lot, a lot on her plate.
0: Yeah. So we'll go into the final issue of the episode.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you want to bring up the last comment before we? Oh yeah. The trauma
0: is very real. The as trauma.
1: It says. It, I mean, it is. <laughs>
0: Uh, Vinkman does make a point the uh, ASG 20 through 22 had the old recap pages and 23 and 24 had the Facebook group ones yes. I d- he distinctly remembers listing Mayday's moods as grumpy grumbly and confused because yeah
1: and see and that's what I thought too that's what I was saying like they didn't happen because earlier I think he had said that maybe they changed because of the editor and I think it happened it started at the start of this story started yeah. brand new May but it's just before that- Molly leaves
0: it's, yes yeah and I think they mentioned in the letters page too uh, that it was Irene Lee in the bullpen for designing the recap and, the, and yes. redesigning the letters page too. So um, that is, we want to make sure that we credit everybody that was a part of the
1: book. Exactly.
0: So, uh, so we go to the final, final issue of the episode. November cover date, November 2008. On sale date was September 10th of 2008. The title of this issue is My enemy, myself. I'm doing the breakdown. Our opening splash page, uh, if the last issue's splash page, final splash page, references spectacular Spider-Man number 215, then this references Spider-Man number 116, the start of power and responsibility. Um, So, uh, May is confronted by April, who demands that she takes back her life. May dodges her and takes off. Uh, Brenda finds Normie at lab and he explains that it's all project changeling he has to call peter who answers with a green hooded figure grinning over his shoulder and he runs off more foreshadowing uh davida calls mayday is nearby um she's trying to get davida is trying to get mayday to come out to finger to get to go on a sale but davida is saved by some punks by may and she doesn't so, even know so, it.
1: so can we talk about how like they were talking about buying day glow crocodile sandals or, or
0: not nah. i mean i was gonna let you talk about that after I, we got done with the issue because
1: no, like, i'm just crocs saying I'm, I'm just well th- these aren't crocs they're sandals they're crocodile skin sandals oh crocs weren't around this time I, I, you would know better no, than i would I don't, these are I don't these know. are like day glow neon dot like but dyed crocodile skin sandals is what they're talking about and i just want to bring that up because maybe maybe these muggers could have saved devita from a bad fashion choice <laughs> <laughs> and you can move on
0: all right so um uh her dad tries to call during this time too uh as 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 she's calling she's talking to devita Meanwhile, Renee and Fury are talking about the Project Changeling, uh, but the Order of the Goblin is being very coy with the info, so they don't have much to go on. So she gets her new assignment and she takes off. Uh, May then calls Push to see if Push has eyes on Sarah. Push does indeed have her eyes on Sarah. And we notice Sarah, you know, wandering around aimlessly, but she continues to just get angry. Uh, May takes off trying to talk to Peter, but he's out of service. Meanwhile, at Midtown... Wes confronts Gene about what he learned in the past issue. Gene takes him under his wing. This won't end well, because it doesn't. Peter uh, and May keep playing phone tag, because they're going back and forth, because they're calling each other when they're trying to, you know. Call waiting was not working, but let's put it this way. Well, Uh,
1: it's, I mean, it's too. I know I always, I think we've talked about this before, where it's like, you know, when things are running high and you're running errands, and it's like, it almost causes the phone tag because it's just you're doing too much at once instead yeah. of sitting and patiently waiting. And that's kind of what both of them are doing because the stakes are feeling pretty high. Yes. So anyway.
0: Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I got a gotta text. They're going to keep texting me if I didn't respond. Um, all right. All right, so. Peter, uh, Fury attacks Peter and he dodges the attacks and then is defeated by her pink gas pumpkin bomb. Um, going back and forth, like, Fury's confused as to why she's, like, supposed to capture Peter Parker. So... And,
1: and of course, she's also confused because it's like, how is he moving like that? I thought he was, in her words, an old man.
0: A one-legged man. How is a one-legged man dodging the attacks? So, she's she's confused on multiple accounts. Um... May gets back to school. May is looking for Wes and she sees Wes and Wes has a big giant black eye and Mayday knows exactly who did it and yells his name, Gene Thompson. Meanwhile, Sarah has showed up to the Humanity First headquarters and then just decides to attack it out in her anger. Push does like, oh, well, um, if stuff goes sideways i'm supposed to call Jubilee of the x people so she calls the calvary in. we then cut to may confronting gene on the football field and um it's like why did you give him a freaking black eye and she and mayday finally learns the truth thanks to his antics
1: he he told on himself
0: yes I i was about to say he finally lets it slip that he was the one that sabotaged the campaign And this causes Mayday's brain to break like the glass to shatter and the illusion is fully broken now. She realizes things and finally unloads on him uh, saying that she needs to get help and she finally tells him how the cow ate the cabbage and she walks off trying not to
1: cry. She she also did yank off her own necklace and just toss it at him. Yeah. And it's not like it doesn't seem like it's a special necklace. This is just.
0: I wonder if she gave it if he gave her
1: that necklace maybe, but I don't know. So that's kind of where it's like all we know is this seemingly like she just chucks it at his head. Which I mean it's a good chunky necklace. Like it's
0: that that good. medallion piece like hits him in right in the face and yeah. probably could have potentially gave him a black eye, depending on uh how hard depending... she threw it. <laughs> exactly. So good on you, May. Good job.
1: Yay. Round of
0: applause for May.
1: I mean, her heart's broken. I feel yes. bad for her.
0: You feel bad for her, but like
1: it, it's a good it's it, the weird thing is it's like that first bad relationship it's a good bad like we're glad that this is over mm-hmm. but yes you we hate it for it
0: you you feel empathy for me because of what happened but uh, at the same time you're like
1: finally yeah we're, we're one of her friends here we're in the back. we are
0: devita God. in this <laughs> situation and we're and we're like okay. finally
1: devita De wouldn't wouldn't give her courtesy devita would be like Nah, dog, I told you.
0: <laughs> That's true. So, uh, And then she'd
1: also probably run and kick Jean's butt, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Push calls Mayday. Um, <laughs> saying it, and Mayday's like, it's not a good time. But it informs her of what's going on with the humanity, uh, humanity First Headquarters and, of course, this has caused her to take off while April sees May and goes after her. Uh, when we get a couple pages of the two struggling uh, to get you know to they're kind of fighting amongst each other and you know april's talking about how may stole her life and how that costume should be hers and um push is struggling with helping the ex-people with sarah because sarah is just completely out of control meanwhile also aranya is called uh in and is told to extract mayday and mayday tries to reason with sarah um even exposing her secret and telling her the truth that you know she should have been a better friend to her when she had the chance and this causes her to start to uh calm down and just as she does calm down. uh Magneta decides to overload her little suit and uh, cause a massive explosion which seemingly hurts Mayday. We get a news break uh back at Forest Hills and MJ sees uh the report that Mayday might have been caught in the blast when April shows up at the house and there are doubts uh by the first responders if anyone actually survived the explosion and it's not the end.
1: Even though we do see a tattered piece of yes. web suit. There is the a rubble. tattered piece
0: in the rubble, but not the end.
1: Not the end. Um, so. so one thing I do want to like bring up that I didn't actually write in because I thought you'd at least talk about it, mm-hmm. um, but there's a huge character development moment for Push because as we know, Nancy doesn't want to be a superhero. She wants right. to be a doctor. And this is kind of where she has to save the X people. Mm-hmm. To an she extent. goes from being a trainee. Yeah, so this is this is her real big like hero moment. Even though this is almost it's almost a footnote because it's a Spider Girl comic, but I want right. to mention that because it's a really good like character development moment for Nancy, and uh, we love that for her. Um, and then yeah, so one of the things uh, there's a panel, and it it kills me. And like the best way, like I get really excited when I see it because it's it's just great. Um, Where Peter uh, instinctively goes to web shoot Fury um, Mm. after he tackles, but obviously he doesn't have web shooters despite Miss Williams thinking that Raimi films are the only context you need for writing (laughs) Spider-Girl. Sorry. I stand by that statement. I'm I'm mad. (laughs) Do not call yourself a comic book historian and then not do your homework i'm sorry just don't
0: Folks, don't do she's it just a little salty not just a little she's really salty.
1: I'm a lot salty a lot um salty. anyway i i enjoy those little things and we get a lot of that um obviously which is a testament to just how well loved and known like the history is with our uh wonderful creative team um, because that that's something that I think like most of the time we'd probably overlook because it's so quintessentially Peter to have that like ingrained in him after all this time, like that's going to be his first instinct is to just go. Um, but obviously it's not, you know, he, he doesn't have that. And again, uh, as we're talking about, like, it could also be trauma based uh, from us <laughs> talking about a lot of trauma. But, you know, not many comics nowadays gives you those tiny little details in the panel you know, that gives you so much depth and context to a story without it needing to be spelled out. Like if this was today, that would be spelled out for some reason, even yeah. though we should know this. Um, so I just, again, want to point out just how awesome those little moments are, and I appreciate them greatly. Um, but, you know, as as I like to do, a uh, way to tell on yourself, Gene. Uh, and I feel so bad for May because I totally get not wanting to have you know, really not wanting to have to do anything after something like that, but cry in a corner because uh, her heart's shattered. She really wanted to make that work for some reason. Um, but, you know, how, you know, she just wants to be able to go lick her wounds and her bruised, you know, I mean, she her heart's broken. Um, but I commend her for pushing it down and getting back into the fight uh, because she feels like she has that responsibility. Um, you know, you have to think about, like, how her emotions are in all of this. Like she does not get a break to really tackle her feelings on on Jean, like her heartbreak cuz she gets thrown into this insanity that really ultimately like this is the last issue we're talking about but the stakes get everything gets turned up to 11 now. We, we are we are running into some very uh hot water here. Yeah. So, but that's really all I have to say.
0: So I, I want to bring up a couple of comments from Vinkman. He says, just like the beaker exploding, Peter being attacked is a homage to 39 and 40 ASM. Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
0: and that Peter instinctively trying to web shoot is also a non-ASM. 40.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So, uh, thank you to Vinkman.
1: Thank you, uh, Vinkman.
0: And uh, Ron Friend says, good catch. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so again, my thoughts on this are really simple and I kind of mentioned that through the recap. Uh, yes, finally, Gene is is no longer uh, going to menace us as the boyfriend. Uh, he is now officially the ex-boyfriend and I am okay with it. Um, so the Gene saga is finally over. Um, love the cliffhanger. This is a great way to go into a anniversary issue uh, and we'll be covering that obviously next episode. Really, really excited about that um just a real fun time this is a real fun story and it's a great way even though it's the kind of the end of the arc it's definitely a pause in the arc because this this really this this brand new may story may not have the branding on the top of the of the the book but it this this story takes us all the way to the end of the of the volume
1: yeah and beyond it really does, and it's one of those moments too. And kind of, it's such a clear pause that it's a good place for us to stop, even though it's kind of a larger issue than normal. And I don't know what happened, but you have a weird face. Um, oh, not me? I'm uh, You no, made a weird face.
0: No, it's I was looking suspiciously at my dog. I don't know what he was doing.
1: Oh. wow oh, interesting. But yeah, no. Um, I when i said earlier like we're in the end game now like i remember reading 20 and feeling dread um of course looking back at it now like these are some of the most fun you know ten issues we're we're going to have and i enjoy mm-hmm. it but you know i kind of knew from that moment that that was the end of amazing spider girl and it this really kicks that off um, yes. but you know it's it's this is definitely a different fight for me um and and now we have clones
0: and then there were clones and of and course then... ron's telling vinkman that he's just showing off
1: well so. it happens
0: <laughs> we do have an email we do um i don't know if i can read it because
1: it... i hope you can't uh, you might have to pull it up for the email. i tried to okay no i got that. it i got it cool. i got it
0: okay i have to like move it around a little bit so yeah fair all right. So um, we do have an email says, Good week for Mayday fans. This was sent to us back in December. Um, it says, Hello, Zach and Kelly. Still catching up on the podcast backlog, but I saw the news about May, May being introduced in the Across the Spider Girl or Across Spider Girl, Across the Spider Verse, and thought of you guys. When my best friend found out that May is in the movie, he texted, I feel like crying tears of joy, and that, quote, this might be the best thing to Spider Man in years. So needless to say, we are both very excited, and I'm sure you guys are as well. I hope this is a bellwether and not a one-off event. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Best wishes, RH. So, thank cool. you Russell. Um yeah, really thank appreciate you. that.
1: I I definitely appreciate it. I love when we get emails. Um but yeah, I'm I'm excited for baby May. Um especially now that I've kind of sat on it cuz she is a very different uh you know baby may especially for this this movie is not going to be our mayday um but i think that there's some fun in that and then two i really appreciate the nod even though i'm getting a little annoyed with the duochrome situation because thanks TikTok. um i appreciate like the little like one streak of brown hair on her red hair or her red haired head and mm-hmm. like the one brown eye one blue eye because it's very clear that they're trying to miss matt like kind of do all these different versions of may and it's almost kind of like here's the baby and she could be any of them Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the beauty of it and i think that's the story they're going to kind of tell and maybe that will bring us into seeing some different maydays in the movie we will see but fingers crossed fingers crossed. i mean i saw her and it's not the one that the guy tried to tell us because that was clearly superior spider-man yes it was what's his face off discord but i did see her like walking around so i did put those screenshots up when i first saw it um so we do see the suit and we do see spider girl in a glorified cameo at least in the trailer so we'll see what we get but i'm excited
0: yes um so yeah I'm, i'm definitely excited um and definitely looking forward to it. We'll be doing a lot of talk between all the shows um, on the network. Uh, I know we're going to be talking about it on Spidey Dude Experience. We'll talk about it obviously here. If there's any mayday updates, we'll talk about it here. Yeah. Um, we'll talk. We'll, we're going to do a big old huge stream. I think the weekend, the, the opening weekend, where we'll do a big review. And Kelly, you can jump on. I'm trying to invite everybody uh, across the entire. Um,
1: We we will, we will, we will see. Yeah. Oh, hey, actually, that's a great idea. Inviting everybody from all the Spider-Man podcasts to do a big Spider-Verse discussion.
0: Yes. So that's, that's a, something I am looking forward to doing.
1: We should Uh, definitely, we should definitely do that and invite everybody and guilt trip them into doing it because it'd be cool and positive.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, You mentioned the Discord. If you go over to spidey-dude.com, you can always go even on mobile. And you can click on the top upper right-hand corner and you can join our Discord. The little Discord link is up there, over there by the uh, Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, and YouTube links. So you can always go over there and join our Discord so you can always participate in the conversations that we have every single day. Um, we want to make a big announcement, right?
1: Are we? About, are we? That's a,
0: are, are we doing it now?
1: Are, are we? I, I left that up to you.
0: I mean, I figure we can talk about it uh, so, the plans are tentative. Like,
1: like okay, they're still tentative. Okay, because I was yes. like, if we could hammer them out, then we're good. But I also don't want to be a part of the conversation because I get scared. Um.
0: <laughs> so, we have tentative plans. And we will definitely have them confirmed by next episode. Um,
1: okay, so how about this? How about this? Why don't we just ask... If you have a Spider-Girl question that you've never heard anywhere else and and you really, really want to know about it, maybe leave it. Uh, Send us an email or tweet at us or find some way to get to us and just give us that question. We really would like to know it and maybe we will get an answer for you at some point within reason at some point there we go there
0: will there will probably be there, there will be some editorial influence we'll definitely look them over we're not just going to ask them, you know
1: yeah no um i'm not there, there's some questions i've seen on the internet it's not yes. happening yeah That's
0: so probably. um but if you want to get answers for those questions um the potential of that happening in the month of february is Looking likely, but we'll we'll double okay. check and we'll see. We'll definitely have a bigger, major, major, major announcement for not next episode, but the following episode. Wait. So, if. If. We'll, we'll
1: talk about it. Stars but we're going to talk about it next episode.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it yes. more extensively next episode. We're just teasing okay. it right now.
1: We're yeah. teasing it right now. We're teasing an idea. Um, and yeah, so next episode...
0: We do have a quick comment. It ah. says, thanks for our insights, guys. The scene with Pete and Kane and Mayday breaking up with Gene are two of his favorites in the entire series.
1: So. I mean, I enjoy May breaking up with Gene a lot.
0: <laughs> Listen, the this goes without saying, but the artwork...
1: Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, even I, even though
0: that we got small eyes, Mayday, even though... Um,
1: yes, okay, look, I, I still like the art in this series. I'm just saying
0: her preference is the big eyes. that's all think, that's all she's saying
1: uh, yeah i i agree with with emma exactly <laughs> i wouldn't have brought it up if i hadn't just read that one line
0: <laughs> that's true that's true so um yeah so uh, what are we what are we going to cover next episode kel
1: okay so next episode we are gonna focus on amazing spider girl 25 26 and 27 I know that seems like it might be short but the 25th issue is a double issue uh, it's got four stories I believe I have to double yes. check um, but it's um I wrote really simple really beyond the uh which is really is really not simple Like i said 25 is a double issue and we will in 25 we will get more backstory when it comes to this whole project changeling along with if our may is alive and okay uh and we'll see some of anya's plan her very weird weird plan um (laughs) so hang tight true believers 23 uh 2023 is just getting started for make mine mayday and while we're about to hit some turbulent waters story-wise i'm glad you guys are all here for the ride
0: yep and as, with- we, as
1: we've joked this is this is mayday. we're we're reviewing like maydays we're starting to get into mayday's dark time
0: <laughs> this is the last of the good time well spectacular is the last well, not, is the last, the of, the last good time.
1: of the good time but it's we're, we're starting to to get into some uh very dicey water for for our girl
0: that don't involve Ron friends and Tom DeFalco yes that's that's the key point all right so with that we're gonna wrap this episode up. Once again I want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash network for helping sponsor this episode of the show Vinkman Scott Greg Keegor Phoenician Kale Georgia Jessica Catherine Cindy Jurgen and Laura if we get any more patrons we're gonna have to completely redo our uh, entire graphic here uh thanks again for your support of all of our shows here on the spidey dude radio network shows such as clone saga chronicles spectacular radio the sabby sim era podcast coming soon books of x the patreon first show this show make my mayday and uh the chasm dude i mean sorry spidey dude experience um yeah that's uh that's what's going on. I mean, with, with at,
1: least, at least you said Chasm. I would have said something else.
0: You would have said something else. But yes, we'll be covering more of the Dark Web story next week here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network here on the YouTube page. So join us, if you will, uh, and listen, take a listen to all of our shows here on the network. And we got we'll have more audio episodes coming out very soon, probably next week. So looking forward to that. So if you are following us on Spotify, the shows should be updating. But if they're not, let me know. Uh, I'm trying to get the Spotify stuff to uh, sort itself out. It's been kind of a weird thing. There were certain episodes not showing up, and
1: it's it's been a weird thing. I mean, there was this whole issue where a certain show that should should have been scrubbed, one one special one special episode still remained.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Um,
1: Although I'm fine, what? I'm fine with that staying up. No, uh,
0: everybody's fine with it staying up at this point. They don't the powers that be don't care. So, yeah. Um you can go to uh, to Spotify, check out all of our shows on Spotify, uh including Voices from the Area Gargoyles podcast, that is one of our most popular shows. It's done a really really um done really really well. A lot of our patrons will love that show. Be sure to check out the new Gargoyle series written by Greg Wiseman. if you have not already. It's actually very new reader friendly and uh coming soon we might have some video for that particular show. So, stay tuned on that. Uh, and without further ado, I wish you guys good night. We'll see you guys next time here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network and Make Mine Mayday. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on our social medias, at Spidey Dude Network on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is at Spidey Dude Radio and at MakeMyMayday, YouTube.com slash Spidey Radio Network. Give us that like. Give us that share. Give us that subscribe. And find us on TikTok as well, make and at Spidey Dude. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening if you're listening to the Audio Edition. And we Did you guys good night? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.